I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios. Back to Brad and Bennett on 92.9 FM ESPN. With special guest host J.R. Moore from Ingram Hill. J.R. and Brad hanging out. We're talking Grizzlies now. It's 427. Coming up at Four Stories, we'll talk about the Priscilla, uh, uh, the the Lisa Marie Presley memorial that was this weekend. Of course, Priscilla was there for that. That's what I meant to say. Uh, We'll also talk NFL and more. We've got Jeff coming up at 5. But uh, right now, we welcome on the commercial appeal beat writer for uh, the Grizzlies. DeMichael Cole joins us. Uh, He's live with the Grizzlies. How you doing, DeMichael? How's it going? What's going on? What's going on? Not much, man. I'll, I'll ask you. I'm watching ESPN actually here in the studio, and they're replaying like they have on Hook all day the uh, Shannon Sharp on-court thing. I, I think that's the best place to start. I just played a song called Start a Riot. Uh, I don't know if Shannon was trying to start a riot or not. His apology certainly uh, got a lot of attention. It was probably the right thing to do, although it was three minutes long and excessive as hell. But, uh, I mean, JR and I were, were laughing about it. I, I was like... I've never seen a barrel-chested man come on court. Jr. wasn't it? We 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 saw the closest thing was probably the Knicks. Uh, I mean, I think like the only, really, the most known celebrity player trash talking is like Spike Lee, Reggie yeah. Miller, or just Spike Lee in general with a bunch yeah. of players, but never yeah. like to the point of threatening to be in a fight with any of them. I mean, have you ever seen anything like that, to Michael? No, 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 not with a uh, a Hall of Famer. You know, <laughs> no. like, like this, this isn't. This isn't some clout chasing, you know, guy who, who, you know, we wouldn't hear about unless something like this happens. This is Shannon Sharp. Like, this is a, a three-time Super Bowl champion. And, 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 you know, he's done great for himself, you know, in his post, post-playing post career days. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just seeing it, seeing him, like, you know, point down to the court, like, meet me over here. It was <laughs> – I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I was sitting right – in front of Shannon Sharp, and the it was I'm not gonna lie it was he, he a lot of people talked about uh, he was doing this he was doing too much that he got a couple respect points for me because to see Stephen Adams staring you down in the eye yeah. and the rest of that Grizzlies team and he just stood there I was like okay you know because he didn't have some big entourage with him or nothing but uh it, I, I mean I think the apology you know all jokes aside the apology did sound you know sincere heartfelt he said you know all the things you wanted to hear so um hopefully we can just move on from that i feel like you're pointing down at the court for the for somebody to meet you for a, a kerfuffle and steven adams shows up <laughs> don't, yeah, don't you, don't you immediately change no, course no 
That's not who you expected to show up. That's when you, you you're, you're pointing you're pointing in the crowd. And you're saying anybody can come out <laughs> and get exactly it. Right. And then Mike Tyson appears out the crowd. And like, oh, yeah. oh wait, I think when he kept talking, he was looking past Stephen Adams. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't talking to Stephen. Well, I'll take it a step further, guys. I think uh, if we're pecking order here, like. I think Shannon Sharp's a badass. Like I think Memphis Grizzlies fans are fooling themselves with this whole, you know. Yeah. I, I th- you got to be careful there. You know what I'm he's saying? He's big, and he still seems to be in pretty darn good shape. I wouldn't yeah, ever touch that age. guy. Oh my goodness! No, yeah. he's yeah. a stud. Like let's be clear. I think the only person in that arena possibly that is Stephen Adams that could have <laughs> could have get got in there. Who do you think can get under your skin more, Dylan Brooks or Reggie Miller? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Now that's 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 a tough one, but I, I tell you what, here's 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 my short answer. Uh, Dylan Brooks's birthday was yesterday, right? So you know, uh, a lot of players when their birthdays come in the NBA, the NBA page posts, you know, happy birthday to this guy. When the NBA posted happy birthday for Dylan Brooks, just go look at the just do yourself a favor, go look at the comments, it, 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 Instagram, Twitter. Oh no! Uh, oh wow! I mean, it's it's not everyone just saying happy birthday to a great guy. <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Reggie Miller definitely was one of those guys. But uh, I don't know if there's a nickname more on brand than calling Dylan Brooks the villain. I think you're probably right. Do you? So, you know, I saw your I saw your article about uh, Dylan. You know, thinking he is getting picked on uh, and that he has a reputation and. So, therefore, he's getting a lot of fouls called on him, which he does not think he deserves. Do, in your opinion, do you think he he's like the usual suspect, and so, therefore, he's getting more fouls than he deserves, or is it just because he's he's the one getting them he thinks he is? Yeah, I, I think, you know, there there's two ways to look at it. You know, I think if we just look at it in the normal realm of just the NBA and how the NBA is played, I don't think he's being picked on. I think he's being called, you know, for fouls and – and and whatnot, but the other perspective of it is Dylan's perspective, and Dylan loves to be physical. You know, offensive players are allowed to be more physical than defensive guys, and Dylan's not the type of guy that's going to say, hey, the offensive players, he can be more physical, so I'm just going to let him be more physical and do what I can. No, Dylan is going to match it. And, I mean, before he and Shannon Sharp traded words, I mean – I was in the middle of a tweet, actually. I was tweeting it out when everything started happening on the floor, and I just saved it in my drafts. But I had a tweet drafted out. It was like, LeBron James and, and Dylan Brooks are like an offensive tackle and defensive end right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. when when LeBron was posting them up and, like, Dylan's got two arms and he's pushing them back in the chest and, and LeBron's shoving his, you know, like, shoulder into the chest of Dylan Brooks, knocking him back. And I'm like, these dudes are going to feel this. But just the point being there is – Dylan Brooks wants to play physical to the point where I think it's to the point past the, the comfortability of a lot of referees. Some referees let him do it, but, I mean, just look at the numbers. You know, like I said in the story, Dylan Brooks top 10 in fouls this year. If he would have qualified last season, he would have been top 10. If you go to the two previous years before that, he was number two one year and number two the, uh, the previous year. So the last four years, he's essentially been top 10 in fouls per game. You know, and – that's that's a trend. You know, that's something that it's not just they're picking on you. That's because you're probably doing a lot of fouling, and, you know, he's a physical player. He's a guy in the past who has said something like, hey, I, I will use all six of my fouls. These are words that Dylan Brooks has uttered before. So with that being said, 
uh, I like the way he plays defense. I never tell him to tone it down. I know some people think he should. Please, like he's he, he's holding his own against Zion Williamson because he's playing that way. If he doesn't play that way against Zion and LeBron, they go for forty. So I, I hey, yeah, you're gonna get five fouls and, and whatnot. But if you're playing that physical against those type of guys, please do it. Like that's how I look at it. So I don't think he has a you know like this bad reputation. And, and you know he said some referees have it out for him. I don't think it's that far. But I will say, you know, he is he is playing very physical, and that's why he gets a lot of those calls against him. But I like it, though. I mean, I'm, I would never tell a player, you know, the way he plays to tone it down. I'm with you on that. I think I like I like him doing that, too. Do you think that – do you think that, like, that Draymond gets away with a lot more than he does? And so they're – and because Draymond's Draymond, he – who is – listen, he is a hack. That guy fouls so much, <laughs> but gets away with it because he's Draymond. Do you think Dylan thinks he should be getting that treatment? You see, it's yeah, it's a it's a different look here because Draymond is a you know he's been to the finals. Right. Everyone's seen you know him on the national stage way more than Dylan Brooks. You know, I think now over the past couple years, uh, people are really starting to understand that Dylan Brooks is a guy who guards the best player. You know, every night. I think that's only been something that's starting to get understood over the past couple years. So I think, you know, a big part of defense is reputation. And, and the best example of that is when you see first team all de- all defense, you know, you're out to your second team all defense. There's always one guy who in there and, and you say, he didn't have a, a great defensive year, but he's been a great defensive player over his career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you see reputational, you know, things on the defensive end as long, as long, because it's harder to quantify what's going on, you know, in the stats there. So I, I think, you know, Draymond – he like like a lot of those guys at Golden State. You know they they they're veteran savvy. You know they know how to nip and tuck on your jersey when no one's looking, and the camera will catch it on the instant replay, but the referee won't catch it in real time, and 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 all those type things. So I'd say he get away he gets away with a couple things. DeMichael Cole is our special guest. He's the Grizzlies beat writer for the Memphis Commercial Appeal. You can find him on Twitter, and you had that. Two million plus hitter on that uh, video you took over there at Crypto Arena, man. That was that was a heater. Was that the hottest video you've ever posted online? I'm assuming it is. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. That that yeah. one that one definitely uh took the cake. I mean, I've I've had I had a few that have that have done you know uh, well, but uh, two two million views, like you said. I mean, I, I think I went to sleep and. And people were saying, oh, it's at 1 million. Then I woke up, it's like 1.5. And it's like, one is like, man. So yeah. that's definitely, yeah, that's actually at the top of the list. Like the Zapruder film or something. Yeah. <laughs> Before I ask you, and, and JR and I are talking to, again, it's to Michael Cole from the Commercial Appeal. Before we ask you about tonight's game in Sacramento and sort of the details on this game, uh, final thing on Dylan Brooks, because I'll go on and on about Dylan Brooks if I could, but I know we get, we're short on time with you, but. I think you specifically have done a good job of sort of chronicling and writing about him and asking questions about him because I do think two years ago fans had a different perception about Dylan. Part of that is because of the playoff shooting. I realize it. But I do think after coming off the heels of Tony Allen, he is absolutely the most underrated person on this roster in my opinion. And I have, as somebody who didn't like Dylan for a few years – I've come to really like the hell out of Dylan and think that if you're going to be a championship team, you have to have him. Do you, do you think the same thing? Yeah. Uh, you know, with my job, I appreciate, you know, what you said because it's it's one of the, you know, the split, the most split things I've learned in my, you know, year, year, about 14 months on this beat. Uh, Dylan Brooks, right? You have 
the people who think like like you just said, and you have the people who say we cannot win with this guy. We can't win a championship with this guy. We can win some games, but we can't win a championship. But I've tried to do you know a great job of showing both sides of things. Yes, we all agree he needs to shoot the basketball better, but we also should all agree that no one has has played better defense against Shea Gilders Alexander this season. No one has played better defense against Zion Williamson this season. And those those two guys are probably two of your, your top, you know, candidates for, for most improved right now. And and Dylan Brooks is he's had two of the best performances, four of the best performances, because he's done it twice against both. You know, and that's no accident. Yeah, you say, Oh, is this is this offense, you know, do we let that slide just because of what he adds on defense? Well, you know, for a large part of the season, he was your top uh, plus-minus guy and on-off, and he's kind of went down a little bit now. I think there are a couple guys uh, ahead of him, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, and whatnot. But the impact is there. And my point to anyone who thinks he's not important is, okay, you you, want to get rid of Dylan Brooks? All right. It sounds simple in theory, Mm -hmm. but if you get rid of Dylan Brooks, okay, who's guarding Kawhi Leonard? in that six, seven-game series against the Clippers or Paul George, you know, in that same series when he gets hot and Kawhi yeah. Leonard doesn't have it going, or, or Jamal Murray or Devin Booker, you know, when you play the Suns in that first-round series or Anthony Edwards last season like you played in the series of Stephen Curry when you got to play the Warriors or Jordan Poole when something happens with Curry, he's in foul trouble or something, and Jordan Poole comes in the game and he's kind of hot. Who's guarding him? Or better yet, Luka Doncic. I mean, who's guarding Luka? And – there's not a clear answer, I think, right now outside of the name Dylan Brooks. You have capable guys. I like, you know, Zaire Williams, what he brings to the table. We'll see what, you know, healthy Danny Green looks like potentially. But the most certain thing on this roster when it comes to defending the top wings in the NBA is Dylan Brooks. And you know he's going to give them a hard time. You know they're not just going to get easy shots against him and it, there's one game that comes to mind this season where I remember Dylan Brooks didn't play. It was against the Dallas Mavericks. If you remember that game, yeah. uh, Luca Luca was out there. He was out there toying around got, in that first Yeah, we court. got torched. Yeah, and, and, and there was no Dylan Brooks in that game. And I think I tweeted, I was like, oh, yeah, remember what y'all were saying about Dylan Brooks? Like, Aaron was like, yeah, we need him back. We need him back. Yeah. And then he shoots like 417 against the Lakers, and everyone's like, oh, get rid of him, get rid of him. But, but I'm with you. Uh, I think this is a guy – you kind of you need you know that type of wing defender because uh, at the end of the day, when the playoffs get here, you throw those plays out the window, and it's going to be me against you. And you need a guy who can stand in front of Kawhi, who can stand in front of all those other guys that I just named, and say I got him. Yeah, he is. Uh, he has vastly improved his efficiency this year, uh, and I, clearly, it seems like he's made a conscious decision to to try to fit in with the offense more. And like he still sometimes gets into uh, his old ways, where he's like Kobe, and then he's shooting no matter what. But his defense absolutely has become well, essential like, to, to the team. I mean, the Darius Garland yeah. when he just had that block a couple days ago. Well, um, I thought I thought it, that's why Friday had pissed me off so badly because that. His effort against LeBron, I thought, was worthy Friday. Even forget the shooting. Like yeah. LeBron, he had him in check that game. That's why I, the result I hated. Absolutely. So much. Sometimes you get what you get, and and yeah. he's gonna he's gonna have some games where he doesn't shoot well. Uh, yeah. And but he, I feel like this season he has consciously made an effort and has been better at fitting yeah. into the offense. And so I I think I feel like he has stepped up his value to the team. Yeah, greatly this year. DeMichael, real quick, because I know we got to get you off here, and you got the game coming up in, in about five hours. It's a late game, nine thirty Central tip in, in Sacramento. Are, you're, are you still on the road with the Grizzlies, DeMichael? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for the yeah. for the entire road trip. Yep. Well, get get your Red Bull. Uh, just the final question here for tonight's game. I think the two questionables that they tweeted out from their PR staff was, uh, is it is it Adams? Is is because of the yep. ankle at the end of the game? What's what's that all look like? Yeah. So uh, both uh, Adams, Stephen Adams, John Morant, both listed on the injury report with some you know soreness things, and you know second night of a back to back. What we've seen more this season is the Grizzlies kind of. Be a little bit more careful, I think. Uh, if there was anything the Grizzlies probably could have learned from that Golden State series in particular is how each of those two teams managed through the regular season. If you, so if we saw, you know, when Golden State came in March to Memphis, uh, they did, you know, use. They they basically, Curry wasn't available. They sat a couple guys out here and there, and the Grizzlies was just going for it hard. They wanted that two seed. They were pushing for the one seed if they could catch the Suns. And... You know, at the end, you saw little things flare up with the Grizzlies, right? You know, there was Jaws injury. There was Desmond Bain battling with the back thing and, you know, other things going on. But uh, the Warriors kind of were hitting their health peak, and that that was a big reason why they kind of got past that series. So all this just to say, you know, I think the Grizzlies, you know, we'll see what the status is for Steven Adams and and, and John Morant later. I'll, I'll have an update on that. But right now I think it's just, you know, precautionary. Usually these guys – tell the medical staff, hey, I have a little soreness here, I have a little soreness there, and they just take all the you know precautionary measures before the game. Yeah, welcome to the club. I got a few pains myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> DeMichael, always terrific stuff at the commercial appeal, and uh, we've been talking to you for about a year and a few months, and you've just knocked it out of the park over there. Thanks, and uh, appreciate your coverage. Appreciate you guys. Take yeah. care. Take care of yourself. Have fun tonight. That's DeMichael Cole from the Memphis Commercial Appeal. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.